today I'm attempting to do something new for my blog. I'm attempting to do a podcast, and uh, for my first attempt, uh, I found a, <laughs> a willing guinea pig here. It's my old buddy Sergio Ferretita, who's a, a well-renowned music producer. Uh, Sergio, how are you? And hello. Good. How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. <laughs> uh, I just want to go a little bit deeper into uh, into your work as a producer. Uh, your occupation involves you. You know, you're one of the rarities, actually. You, you work on both sides of the Atlantic. Uh, what major differences do you notice in the working and creative environment uh, in comparison to your work in the U.S. and over here in Europe? Well, I think mainly uh, musically, I believe. Like uh, the U.S. Um, I mean, the U.S. music is, is really like my kind of music, kind of like a lot more R&B influence, maybe. I would say so. And um, also like the melodies are quite different. I mean, a lot of the pop stuff we have in Europe is like really heavy melody driven. And uh, and the US stuff is like also like a lot of flows, a lot of BBs, you know. Um, so it's it's also rhythmically different, I think. And what about the actual working environment? Is, is it is it easier to, to work here in Europe? Is there a difference in the work climate in the actual working environment for uh, in a studio? I think, um, to be honest, I think they're a little faster. I think they just like, um, you know, it's, it's the yeah, the, okay. the American side. It's, it's like um, they just go in and, you know, you play the track. We start writing on it. Then you just do the pilot. It's not like like sitting around, like going too deep with it, you know, but just like being creative and uh -huh. do it in the moment and let's see what's happening. And I think like maybe in Europe, like we go a little deeper, like, you know, try to feel out the emotion maybe a little more. Okay. And go. that's why maybe we also go more a little more with the melody, you know. Okay. And on there, it's like more like, also like showing off some stuff. Uh, in your 20 years in the business now, you know, it's 20 years, right, Sergio? Yes. You've been around. <laughs> yeah, we are all getting older now, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what what main changes have you seen in the in the actual business of music production? What experiences have you had in in these changes? Well, I think it's it's probably like really with the you know it all came with the computers, you know, with the computer programs, always like um, you know with the plugins especially i believe like you know there's so many great tools you can play around with which really are close to the original instrument you know let's say like addictive drums you know they they yeah. if you program them the right way it's almost like a real drum like mm -hmm. of course a drummer can tell a musician can tell maybe mm -hmm. but otherwise i think just people listening to the radio they they won't tell you oh that's a, that's a bad drum sound or whatever mm -hmm. so i think it, it really changed a lot in the the way you handle it you know like you know how you can have your home studio and make it already sound and before you had to go to a really big studio and book time and you know so it's it's going really it's it's a lot faster you can work a lot faster and do a lot more on your own i believe um you've worked um with many well-known artists over the years uh for example you've worked i think with uh, like with snoop dogg coolio shaggy German Jackson, you know, a lot, a lot of different people from different yeah, countries. Okay, but do you, do you still, yeah, some great names there. Okay, and uh, do you still remember your first major recording? And, and yeah, I think my first major major recording was like, I mean, like uh, to somebody I really looked up to was like Jermaine Jackson, I believe. Mm -hmm. Like when he came to Zurich, that was kind of like unreal almost, because yeah. like I mean, to me, you know, the Jacksons, Jackson Five. And uh, also his solo records. A lot of people don't know in Europe that he was really successful for a long time in in the U.S. I mean, he was on Motown and 
many great records with Babyface and all that. So like when he showed up, that was like after an interview I had in some girl and he like was on the air uh, concerning some rumors about Michael Jackson. And uh, he had a remix of mine, which he really loved. And then on air he said like, oh man, I, I have to meet you, man. You know, like, like it's so great. And I just thought like, yeah, he's just being nice. He's just being nice and all that. But like, he really showed up. So I opened the door and Mr. Jermaine Jackson was there. So I was really nervous and, but it, it was exciting. We did like three songs together. Uh, and that was when you first started, but do you still get this feeling today uh, when you're working with somebody who's, let me say, um, la big in the public side, do you still get that same feeling or is it just another guy that you're working with? It's a little less, to be honest. It is a little less, but, uh, but um, it's just because you know what you're doing. You know, before you had like those great, uh, I'm still like a fan of them, you know, like of the work they did because they influenced me so much. But of course, also like when I was like with Will I Am in the studio or, or like like some other folks, it's like you know what you're doing and uh, you know and, and it's great to mix it together. I think like those other persons appreciate you also for your talent as 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 uh, I do also for them. You know, I really appreciate what they do and and we together it's it's a great mix, I believe. But um, to get back to your question, I, I think like it's a little less. Okay. It's maybe a little less. Yeah, I could gather that over the years anyway. Like I said, you know, um, you've been in the business a long time now. And how has your emotional relationship with music changed? How do you feel about music today in comparison as when you first were in your raw stages? I believe um, musically it's much more important to me now that I can do, you know, as they say, variety is the spice of life. You know, yep, so, so yep. I really need to go from jazz to pop, then to classic just to get that excitement rolling because sometimes you know you, you always use your chords and also like when I did a lot of writing sessions in LA it's like sometimes I was like man I'm doing the same thing again here you know just with another writer or mm -hmm. something and I don't I don't want to get there because that this is when when it starts when you get tired of yourself you mm -hmm. know like and be like oh man this is not that's why I have to go from classic to rock and maybe use you know that kind of string line I would use then for a guitar and, and so it becomes a new sound again and that's why also um, although I wasn't so much into electronics and I, I did also like 10 album, albums which are basically all electronics so I'm just using those gadgets also like for the sounds and you know for sound design so I mash up my own sounds okay. so that's exciting so. Yeah. Um, established producers uh, such as yourself obviously have a very solid customer base but I have noticed that uh, many up-and-coming bands like Daystar and Ride Dogs in England are doing their own mixing, mastering, and all the producing work. Is there still a chance for a young producer on his first legs nowadays? There is, but I believe uh, you have to work even, uh, you know, a lot harder, I believe, because, like, yeah, just to show show out, and, I mean, there's a lot of people doing it, especially, as you said, like, with the computers, you can master yourself, you can always get back. I mean, you know, when I remember back, like, you had a mix on the table, and with the mix engineer, we were almost fighting, because, like, you know, I missed a delay or he, he missed a, just to put a reverb on that that, that spot. So all that is missing because now you just put the computer up, you put the session up again, you listen to it again, and you can do that until it's perfect. So it's quite hard, um, you know, to make something like really bad. It's, it's, you know, it sounds already. So also like people that maybe are not so musically talented, they just go into the track like a hundred times and have always the chance to build it up or make it better, you know, and we didn't have that like back in the days. Okay. So that's a lot different. 
nowadays with all these new electronic techniques, what extra magic can a well-experienced producer like yourself offer his clients? Um, what I do, I, I mix it up, you know, and also like I, I still have my old gear. So, so this is also like a lot of youngsters probably don't have that old gear anymore. And I just mix that up. So I still use some of that old sounds, uh, which also you can't find on the plugs, and mix them together. And I believe also like um, having that musical background, of course, I can go into whatever genre, you know. And this is the more I have, you know. Also when I played sessions or whatever, it's like, like uh, I can play many different styles. And, and that brings you the new thing. So like if they go for, as I said before, like, like we're working on a rock track. I'll come with a rhythmic stuff that is from R&B or hip hop, and I'm sure like this is gonna, you know, like I expose something different to that rock artist. He's gonna say like, "Oh, that's new to us, but it's still rock, though." Mm -hmm. So this is the new thing then, you okay. know, which yeah. they will call the new thing. Yeah, that sounds know. that sounds interesting for somebody who's recording. Really does. Yeah, right. you know, so Do you feel that uh, you've reached the uh, pinnacle of your career? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I believe it's it's like work in progress, you know, and and uh, in so many different venues, you know. I believe that's why also like um, I think it comes naturally, like when you write lyrics or, or music, that you go go a little deeper with it. And this is what I did, like with poetry, you know, I write German poetry, or um, also like with with books, you know, comic books. I write like uh, like 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 little screenplays, you could say, like for for comic books, you know. And so I think it goes bigger and bigger until maybe a big story, you know. Yeah. This comes to the to, to the next thing is in the past couple of years I've actually seen you taking other artistic and creative avenues. Can you talk a little bit deeper into what you're actually doing now? Well, the the thing is like um, as you know, like you don't get the credits anymore on the CDs because like they they just download it on iTunes. So so to make yourself public, you you have to invent yourself like uh, in a different way. So so some people know my logo, which is that little man, you know, just like that. Um, um, so so I built out of that logo I built uh, a comic hero you know so so this guy is shooting with music notes against crime and uh, also did like on those 10 instrumental albums out of my logo I made a, a perfume bottle which looks like that or, or let's say like a matrix or uh, a statue so so many different things you know and and I think so you can people get to know you as that as that brand as that you know because I don't I'm not the guy that goes on stage and and performs this is you know a lot of people can do that a lot better although i sing a little and everything but i just do it as a hobby you could say but um that's why i have to brand myself with the logo so people know when they see the video or whatever whatever they see uh, that i did you see somewhere you see the logo and then people know oh i think he was involved with that so there's different ways to go with like how you can put yourself in place and put yourself out there you know and um and this is also it's it's that's that's why it is a new venue kind of like mm -hmm. and uh, what I did also like I shot like three videos in New York um, and I'm in it in there as this comic figure almost and becoming a robot and you know this geobot you know like you had like Mazinga and Goldrake and all that stuff mm -hmm. so I have my robot with the with the keyboards on so so that was a new thought I believe and it, which is pretty new for the music business but uh, but I believe this is the way to go you have to reinvent yourself and I think th this is the part I like about that. You can't, you know, you can't just sit there and be happy because you get all those jobs. You have to think of new ways to to go out there and present yourself now, also as a producer. Uh, talking about robots and and, and things, I've, I've heard that you've actually 
uh, written the music for a well-known uh, game. Is that true? That's right. Uh, that's for the new Android game. It's called Third Eye, which is a okay. free download by Viewdle, uh, mm -hmm. and they also do those uh, face recognition programs, okay. and uh, which is a good way for them like to to present themselves. You know, because it's like a vampire game, and you can recognize who is a vampire and who not. So you fight them or you don't. And it asks, you know, which side are you on? You know, so yeah, check it out. Third Eye. That means that also that uh, you actually uh, actually work not only with 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 uh, rock, so groups and bands and singers. You actually work on working on films as well and and things like that. Yes, uh, they also like ask me uh, a couple of times for reality shows, and of course I did a lot of ghostwriting, which I can't name now okay. where uh, I was uh, working on. But uh, um, so I did a lot of that stuff too. Okay. But um, you know, maybe it gets more and more on that side too because I like classic music a lot, okay. and it could be. You know, but that's why like I, I like to mix it up. As as like also I have, in the near future, I want to do also like musicals and you know cool. going that way. So just yeah. experimenting. Is there any special project that uh, you're working on at the moment? You know. Uh well, yeah. Um, there's a, a incredible group. Remember that name called the Fires. Okay. You can check them out, fires.com, and um, we're currently working on their album. Um, which is called New School Revival. Okay. And it's called like that because they're doing rock and roll. Okay. But um, we mix it up with pop music, though. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's Is it, uh, you mean more like uh, rockabilly stuff? Uh? Yeah, it could be. It's, uh, rockabilly's maybe a little harder. Okay. You know, that would be yeah. Brian Setzer. But uh, we had the pleasure to uh, play with the Fires um, as an opener for Brian Setzer just oh, like okay. a few weeks ago. Okay. And, um, and we just uh, did two videos now in Los Angeles which uh, people hopefully going to like it because it's big. It's we, we shot right at the Hollywood sign, at the Hollywood Boulevard. It's pretty exciting. So so um, coming soon. Okay. Coming soon. Well, Sergio, thanks very much for an insight to your work. And uh, I really hope that all your projects take off. And knowing you, I know they're going to take off. Thank you very okay. much. Thanks for having me. And then we'll see you once again. Okay? Talk thanks very soon. much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.